This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Shia, Shia. Uh, well, I got it. Evan! Damn it. Well, why don't you want to get in the bathtub? Ah. Uh, Gilry Gump. You and I. This is so good. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. (laughs) Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. Did that not play? I think it didn't. Did it? Are you talking about if we could hear it? Yeah. Yeah, we heard it. Oh, you loud and clear. You did hear you guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. Yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> the blank stares were more, I, I don't know. There might have another reason, but we did hear it. No, but you guys like, you guys know what that's from, right? <laughs> yes. From the internet? Uh, is that from Am I allowed Princess to talk? Diary? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, yeah, yeah. it's from, it's from the, the nanny show. Super nanny. Oh, the nanny show. Super nanny. And not, not Fran Drescher, but the super nanny, which is of course yeah. a, Sort of Kevin, where'd that come from? Is that another TikTok? That came from the internet.com. Again, very surprising that you you uh, are not familiar with this one. I feel like even with our friend group, it's it gets quoted a lot, but maybe not. Yeah. Well, Caroline and I, or maybe I, and maybe Caroline would consent to it, have dreamed about doing a meme party where everyone has to either come dressed uh, up as your favorite meme or do meme charades, which we did. Can we please? A- attempt a few years ago, if you'll remember, Caroline. Oh, I, re- oh, I remember. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of remember. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. I, it would be a hard time choosing. The thing is, I would dress up as that um, disgusting minion meme that I like a lot, but it's not like a popular one. The juicy booty minion yeah, who's yeah, like yeah. looking from behind. <laughs> Which is a framed piece Not of art in your bitch. home, right? <laughs> yeah, that's But right. I'm winning. <laughs> what? That is true. Yeah, it's a good one. I'll show you, Alex. Um, but anyway, oh so that would be sort of the only option for me. And, but I, So I'll have to brainstorm a little bit more. If sure. I and of course, else. I want to come as the uh, gentleman who's positioned behind a tree, kind of rubbing his hands together, looking on <laughs> at what's going on. Out Wait, of Kevin, what, what were you for Halloween? What was I? Yeah. I was, oh, um, you were Rakakuni. You were I Rakakuni. Was Rakakuni. Right. I was a chef that's controlled by Rakakuni. Big, Wait, big shouts out to uh, <laughs> my neighbor who rigged that that for me at the last minute. I was like, do you have any glue? She's like, no, idiot. You need a raccoon on your head? Here's what we're going to do. So she cut the <laughs> raccoon open, threaded the wire through him, and then we tied him to a bunch of headbands. And <laughs> and I saw other Rakakunis out on Halloween, and mine no. looked better. I will say. Wait, what? This isn't a thing that you just made up? <laughs> Have you seen everything, everywhere, everywhere all, all at once? That movie? No. Oh, no. okay. It's from that. Um, okay. But there's a, it's like an inside joke even within the movie, but that uh, raccoon is controlling a chef. 
And it was fun to encounter people like Alex at parties and they'd say, that doesn't look like a rat. Why is that like that? And to be like, no, it's from a movie. Well, I haven't seen it. Okay. That well, is that's funny okay. too because you look more like the chef in Ratatouille. That's true. So I understand their confusion. Yeah, I look like Linguini Fettuccini or whatever his name is. It's also confusing to not see you in your signature Halloween drag in a, a wig representing one of the women you love. Well, it was a, a game day decision to not go as Margot Tenenbaum because I already had everything for it. And That's I, right. I had borrowed my, uh, you know, eyeliner and hair iron also from neighbors. My neighbors are just a resource for my You're funny little costume projects. department. Yeah. No. <laughs> Good Christian Fun is a podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians, but we're not here to make fun of you. We're not here to go to church. We're just here to have fun. We're just here to talk about Stacey Orico and perhaps <laughs> one of her number one hit singles, Parentheses, there's got to be, and then out parentheses, more to life. Uh, we've talked about Stacy before on the podcast, Caroline, and Stacy at one point or another did has listen has listened to the podcast. She has Wait, listened. Yeah. Really? Yes. No, she got in touch and wanted to hang out, and we couldn't for some reason. We fumbled <laughs> the freaking ball. She was so like, "You hard called with that. me yeah. to talk about yeah. it." Yeah. She was like, "Do you guys want to get lunch? I'm in town for a little bit, and we had like a scheduling conflict." <laughs> Oh, it was so stupid. I was like probably at my dumb office job that could have waited. And and then, yeah, I just, and then you were busy too, Kevin, for some reason, or you, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't, been, I hope I didn't spot. bar you because I wouldn't let you go alone without me. <laughs> That's possible. No, it, but I did feel that there would be a sense of betrayal uh, if I did go wow, without you. But, you know, as a hard. tribute, and, and, you know, maybe it was a one-time offer. Maybe it'll be a two-time offer. Maybe she'll hear this and be like, oh, yeah, I like those guys. Maybe I'll go back God. to L.A. Yes. Stacey, so. if you're listening again, please try. And actually, we'll try. We'll reach out to you, but you have to text us your number, and then we'll reach out. We'll make it happen. We'll probably go to, like, Cafe Stella or some other pancake spot. We'll have a good old time. Stacy, there's got to be more avails that you have than that one time three years ago, pre-pandemic. We, we, we hope so. Um, but we like, couldn't we're doing this remotely. I'm literally, like, three miles from Caroline, so I feel like you can make it work in this day and age. You hear that um, intro? You really hear that hard. woman talking over the intro? She's our friend. You may know her as Alex on the might give it the hell up for Alex Gervaisi. I just let it play out every time. You know what? I'm what? realizing, Alex, this is our... I'm realizing this is our first time having you back on the podcast since you hooked us up. Since you were such That's a right. homie. And... You know, made moves and did things for us and connected. Guys. Yeah. I can't believe, I still cannot believe that happened. I like, can't believe for, it either. For a few reasons. Like just mainly because I was like, did Amy listen to this podcast before she came on? Probably not. But you know what? Love it for everyone. And Thank it was God. one of my favorite episodes to date. She was a joy. And I was so jealous. <laughs> and I was just so happy for you. Yeah, but that was... That was definitely a highlight of my career, was setting that up for you guys. Oh, my so gosh. I mean, Alex, you're it. the executive producer of this podcast now, for sure. Like, we're giving you credits because I, there's no way we would have pulled it off. And it was like, 
I think it made it seem legitimate too. You know, she, Amy was probably, well, like the radio is involved. I got to get my <laughs> hits on the chart. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to these two clowns <laughs> with like messed up hair and fucked up facial hair. Yeah. Famously. Oh my God, I remember so good. that. I was literally just thinking about that the other day of like, and I almost texted you, Kevin, just being like, I can't believe that we talked to Amy Grant. That was so insane. It was, it was, and it was like a good conversation. What the fuck? Yeah. I know. Yeah, Sometimes dreams great. come true. Insane. It was, it was very nice and we wouldn't have it any other way than the way that it went down. We shortly thereafter went to the Amy Grant concert together where we were definitely right. the only people that stood Having up. Having fun? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It was, I mean. Baby, baby. More like city, city. Everyone was just glued to their chairs. City, I'm pretty sure I was just like drinking so much wine, just having a great time. And I felt like I was back in my Baptist church that I grew up in. But it was just, what a. It was shocking. Yeah, no, but we got to share that. That was a good. That was something we have for the rest of our lives. I know. Was seeing Amy Grant in OC. I've in only seen outside. two. What's that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. You know, uh, yeah, I'm going to call attention to this. Caroline, I believe this is the first time ever we've done the podcast, you and I as co-hosts, in two different time zones. I don't think it's ever uh, happened before. Is that true? Yes. We've done it in other cities. I've done it oh. in Portland. Okay. But I don't believe we, unless we've done. Through the zone. Right? Wait. Uh, unless Kevin, we did one in Texas. Kevin's in New York right now. Kevin, then why is your background the Golden Gate Bridge? That's the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> uh, sorry, there's a comedy, baby. Alex, you don't know because you don't travel as much as I do, but that is actually the, the Brooklyn Bridge right The famous New York Bay. You can see Williamsburg, Bedford Stuy, uh, Eagle Rock, <laughs> all the great New York Brooklyn boroughs. Uh, yeah. So, so for, uh, for Caroline and Alex, they are at, you know, about 550 Pacific Standard Time. I, I'm, Zoning in, zeroing in on 9 p.m. here. Ooh, and I do, and we're just starting. It feels weird. I feel insane right now. <laughs> I've had a day, and then it's like, all right, four hours of recording. <laughs> all night Let's long. go. <laughs> so maybe we can set a new GCF record tonight for the shortest episode we've ever done. <laughs> Wouldn't that be I a thought fun- it was going to be like, a, like, oh, what if we're recording on two different days, you know, or something like that? Because you'll be into the next night and then you're like, no, just end the show. <laughs> 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 we can do that. We can make that happen. I mean, I'm not opposed. No, Alex, I mean, I'm sure you, you've it. got better things to do. You've got I a cat mean, to I cuddle. Think that, was, that was an, a cat to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not the only thing. You probably got to go to Capri Club later. Capri Club? Oh, boy. Which I, I want to go. thinking of it. Okay, well, if you would like to come after this, since it's I only, would. you know, 6 p.m. Yeah, over we, here. We, can, we have all the time in the world. Also, Kevin, yeah. what a way to be like, you're not that interesting. Can we keep this to a quick 20? <laughs> Oh, no, I think you're very interesting, uh, as, as our off-mic conversations have uh, warranted. But uh, <laughs> that, that made my life sound way juicier than it really is. There's juice. <laughs> hey, there's there's always juice. Where, wherever, wherever you go, there's some juice. Um, 
But, you know, Caroline, I was reflecting on, you know, Amy Grant. She was the last act I saw in Anaheim. The last act I saw before that in Anaheim, Carly Rae. Those are the only two. No, I saw Bruce there as well. So it's Bruce, Carly Rae, and Amy Grant. Were they all at that same little theater? absolutely not. I hope not. No, Bruce Bruce was at the Honda Center, which is an arena. Okay. And Carly Rae, I believe, was at the House of Blues, not too far. Oh, great. I forgot the Honda Center was even a thing. Yeah. I can't. It's still around. It's still it's still doing its thing. It's still around. Although I get it confused wow. with the Toyota Center, which is from my hometown mm. in Houston, Texas. Wow. Goodness gracious. Wow. But shout wow. out. But I wonder what the comparison points could be between those three artists. What Amy mm. and Carly and Bruce have in common. Where what they Orange come County. to the table to talk about. <laughs> Probably being kind of Republican. Actually, I don't know about Carly. I'm not sure. Not Car. No, Carly's audience is so queer now, right? I, I like, was gonna say. I feel like all three of them have a queer following, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I there mean, you go. Less, That's the. Less Wait, I'm Bruce. sorry. Bruce's following is predominantly queer. Not pre- no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Not <laughs> no Jersey, Jersey in the closet, okay. maybe. Just okay. queen. <laughs> Jersey in the closet. New York in the. Bedroom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Born to slay, King. Um, no, with Bruce, no, there's there's some queer. Now, I've heard uh, from our pal Gabby Dunn. They were talking to me about, because uh, their partner, Mal Blum, is, uh, is a, a non-binary a musical artist, and they had a really convincing argument for why Dancing in the Dark is a, a queer anthem. It's a song kind of about coming out and intersex with queer identity. Which is like always fun to uh, conjecture and postulate on. Nice. Yeah. And Streets of Philadelphia is very explicitly dealing with that stuff. What were you going to say, Alex? I was going to say, Courtney Cox had no idea she was a part of a movement when she was in that music video (laughs) back in the day. Listen. She was an an ally before it was cool. She was an ally. It is. (laughs) Don't you find it odd that Courtney (laughs) and Matthew have not started could I be any more of a podcast? The Friends Recap Show with Courtney and Matthew. Come on. That they feels, should. That feels like I, that's money on the table for them, right? They're yeah, not doing I anything like else more, right now. Well, I feel like it's probably more money on the table for Matthew Perry, right? Like, I feel like Courtney Cox does things here and there, Kevin. <laughs> Matthew just put out his memoir. Uh, I do want to read it. Yeah, I know. We wish him the best, obviously, of course. <laughs> By the way, I was getting insight. This is just like, no, I can, I can air this crap out. So during Go the pandemic, um, there was a lot of, obviously, celebrity podcasts that started. Shows like Smart List with Jason Bateman. Love and uh, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. And, you know, Rob Lowe started his podcast during that time. Our favorite Jamila Jamil started a podcast. But there was, what, what you may not know, listeners, that there's a lot of celebrities that saw their friends starting podcasts. And they started putting together decks, and then the world opened back up, and they were like, never mind, fuck this, I don't want to do it. One <laughs> of whom was Jennifer Aniston, because <gasps> her her and Bateman are real close. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, yeah, I want, you know, $80 million yes. from Amazon for just, like, dicking around with my bros. But the other one that I did see a presentation from, and no snitches for anyone listening, was Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <gasps> she wanted to start oh. a little podcast. <gasps> Oh my that would have god! Been so good. That would have been the only celeb podcast I would have ever been excited about ever. She belongs I could on just a listen to her short talk list. For hours. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. 
Have you listened to her episode of Smartless? Yeah, she sounds very skeptical the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, uh-huh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Oh. Although hers, it was going to be like, it was going to be like her in philanthropy mode. Wow, philanthropy mode. It was her talking to like Gloria Steinem and Jane Fonda about like women. Oh. and Like it was more that uh. than like... Eh. Goofing and clowning. <laughs> Both the women were like, mm. and the enthusiasm <laughs> shrinks from there. Unfortunately, the feminism left my body. We want to laugh <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I know, yeah. but uh, anyway, yeah. That's so. That's just something fun to think about. She she didn't have the follow through that like Bruce and Obama did to actually start a podcast to get it working. Wait, fast. did that? Was that only like an episode, or did that keep going for a bit? What, Bruce and Barack? Yeah. Oh, that was six episodes. Oh. Yeah. Wait, I actually think the last time I was on this podcast, you played like the opening or you just continually kept referencing that podcast. I Because it was like the new, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It was an or, obsession for a moment. <laughs> not like now. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, there were six episodes. They kind of just read their audiobooks to each other in interview oh. form. Like, because here, here's what you want, right? Like, like the way that we all kind of got bored when I was like, oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus wanted to talk to strong, important, powerful women. We we're like, oh, okay. But you do want them to do something mundane, like the rest of us clowns mm. have to do, where it's like, let's talk about this album or this movie or or this fast food restaurant. Like, you you want Obama and Bruce to do like Doughboys or something <laughs> to have like absolutely like low culture subject yes. matter to pour over rather than like upholding and reinforcing the institutions that made them. But, yeah, but like Obama can't do that. He still has to be. Right. Obama, yeah. I understand why he can't do that. Mm-hmm. Politics, he chose that as a career ostensibly. We'll see mm. how that pans out for him. But yeah, for the other celebrities, like they probably would only do something that takes that much time that isn't acting, which is more fun if it's like also working for their like brand or mission in life, you know? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's just not, I, I, it's like, I want to go, if I want to hear a lecture, like I will go to a lecture and I don't, I don't go to those. What I yeah. do want is a podcast that's for fun and, you know, two, two like low IQ people. <laughs> gesturing at me and Kevin to kind of yeah uh, <laughs> go go for a little while and be background noise or whatever or just like share all your secrets or the things that you already are planning to write in your memoir but you haven't written it yet because you're 60 you know that's right <laughs> give me that well did you-, you see um did you see that t- that tweet that went viral a few days ago about like comparing glee to Obama no oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glee is the most emblematic TV show of the Obama era. Back then, we were charmed and swept away by the diversity. Looking back, we see the war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Oh Ryan God. Murphy. After, every time Mr. Shoe pops up on my timeline, it's like a jump scare. Scary. Like, I can't. <laughs> like the trivia that it was originally written for Justin Timberlake or modeled off of him in some fashion, and that he was originally written to be a meth addict? What? Or a I cocaine addict? Yes, I'm I don't not know making if I that. I believe up. that, but also I saw that too. But I've just—do we actually think that was a thing? Like, is that something Ryan Murphy would do? Oh, there. What? What wouldn't Ryan Murphy do? 
Uh, That's actually fair. I never got into his shows. The NC-17 version, yes, it was a character (laughs) developed with Justin Timberlake in mind. And in the original script, I believe Mr. – this is Ryan Murphy saying, Mr. Shu, I believe, was a crystal meth addict in Ian's script. Yes. It Uh, does make sense that it's Justin Timberlake. And I think that Ryan Murphy (laughs) saw back then what we didn't even see back then, which is that Justin Timberlake is like a corny Coles model. You know, like he's not a good person or – a celebrity, but Mr. Shu would have fit him to a T. I think that's true. You know, true. it bummed me out when I first moved to LA and like started working in radio when everyone told me like what a massive dick Justin Timberlake was. And I was like, oh, that makes me so sad. Like, don't ruin the illusion for me. I had the Justin Timberlake marionette as a child. Like, how could oh, you? No. He was a good guy to you. Yeah, I, I kind of have a similar thing with John Hamm, which is like, when I first moved to LA, I got really bummed out by people explaining to me what a massive dick John Hamm has. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got an oinker. I'm like, logging off. A full warthog. <laughs> warthog. The Pumba. <laughs> you know. One of the other highlights of my career, other than uh, setting Amy Grant up on the show, was when I was doing a red carpet for the Mad Men season finale, and John Hamm said I looked had gorgeous eyes, <gasps> and I was. It was very hard for me to do that interview. Oh, I was just I like melted the carpet right there. I literally despite just, knowing he's a bad bad person. However, <laughs> is he really a bad person? Don't tell me. I already got Justin Timberlake. Uh, you know, off oh. mic. Disappointing. (laughs) Disappointing. I can say that about Justin Timberlake because I don't work in radio anymore and I don't work for his label. So Mm -hmm. that is thank God. Yeah, okay. Well, let's let's keep that going. Anybody else? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now that you do not want to work with at any point in the future. Let's keep it going. This is a new segment we have called No NDA. No NDA. In which no employing. Friends and guests of ours that did never sign an NDA can quote unquote go off, Queen. Maybe Kevin and I can ask you. That maybe that'll be simpler on narrative. Yeah, it down. actually ask me because okay. I yeah. Just ask okay. me questions. Rihanna. Rihanna. I I actually haven't heard anything about her, good or bad. That sounds that good interesting? to me. Yeah. Then I, I haven't said. like she's just so elusive, you know? Like and I She's honestly, not around. Yeah, I kind of respect that. Like, I do have a story from a friend that worked in radio, and um, this was, it would have been, like, close to 20 years ago now, but he told me when he was working at a radio station in, like, the middle of Wisconsin or something, they had this unknown artist come sing at a mall, and then they took her to TGI Fridays afterwards, and she just sat sat there quietly the whole time, and it was Rihanna. Wow. And it was like right before Ponder Replay broke. And I'm just like, she, he was like, he was like all the men just like ignored her and she just sat there quietly. And I was like, <laughs> wow. And then she grew up to be oh, Rihanna. Oh my God. Rihanna yeah, had a TGI Rihanna. Fridays just staring at her jalapeno poppers untouched. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. Well, now I know what I could do if we did hang out and I could take her to Chili's and show her a much better time. <laughs> Wow. Or an Applebee's. Riding hard for Chili's. <laughs> I mean, I, chilies? I haven't checked in with you, Caroline. Lift me up. Uh, is that a holy toast or a holy roast from you? Her new Black Panther song. 
Oh, oh. oh. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was not what I thought it was going to be. You know, obviously, it's like a it's like a song of mourning. Mm-hmm. Um, not it's not like an upbeat pop song. I thought it was beautiful. I liked it. And I was just like happy to hear her singing because I've been hearing rumors that she had lost her voice or something. And like, that's why she isn't doing music lately. So she sounded wow. good. So hopefully that's real and not like an AI voice generator or something. <laughs> oh God, sounded- an AI voice generator. It's the TikTok girl that's like, I yeah. found a new <laughs> Rihanna song. Lift me hold up. Hold me, hold me. <laughs> I did love that she said that more music was coming because her fans would kill her if she only put out (laughs) a a lullaby lullaby after Mm -hmm. all this time. (laughs) Thank God. I mean, like, listen, it's a beautiful song, but... (laughs) I mean, people have been harassing her since 2016, you know, and she's been been so far just, like, being, well, deal with it. Is it harassment to be like, please do the thing that you're good at? <laughs> well, it was like every time she'd post, you know, a new product or whatever, people would just flood the comments of being like, where's the album? To the mm-hmm. point where she would respond sometimes. Be like, There was one famous one. She's like, I don't have an album, but here's this bronzer. <laughs> that was like literally a comment she made. You know, that's kind of like me whenever I post something that's not podcast related and people do <laughs> flood the comments saying, where's the new podcast? Where's the app? That Drop comes out every Wednesday and Friday. <laughs> drop drop up <laughs> number six hundred and eighty thousand. No, we're only on two hundred and fifty-four. We're not that I'm counting high Gilmore yet. in that too. That's that's many okay, yeah. Oh my god, you <laughs> guys have done two hundred and fifty-four episodes. That's right, Queen. And that's amazing. I mean, Ugh. we're we're coming in total on five hundred with the bonuses. As well. Can I can I tell you? So last year I was in a long distance relationship and I'd have to drive like five hours, and the majority of that time was spent listening to Good Christian Fun Pod. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh I my god! Like, I felt like I had to, here's use this as an advertisement. I'll put on my radio. <laughs> okay. Voice. I felt like I had my best friends in the car with me. Oh my god! Okay, go, Emma, go ahead and pull that clip and play yeah. it at the top of <laughs> double the it, song. Triple it. <laughs> yeah, double it. Triple it. Put it under our ads. <laughs> Alex, that's so nice. I'm glad that you uh, you were kept company. Oh my God. I would sometimes like send Kevin voice notes and be like, I truly am laughing out loud in my car (laughs) right now. Like it's so good. And I knew she meant it because she said I'm actually, because to me, (laughs) actual as a prefix to LOL means you are doing it. I'm taking you at your word. LOL is just polite text speak for this is funny. Thank you. But yes. actual LOL to me indicates there was an audible noise made on the if other end. If you were end. here, you would have heard sound. Yeah. I loved Caleb's episode. Um, <laughs> that was such a funny one. Yes. What else? Paul F. Tompkins. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. There were so many. Look at I'm listen. listen super Is this fan a clip over show? Here. She's a fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should we do a montage? <laughs> who, and, <laughs> and who was your least favorite guest? <laughs> I can't remember them. Was it Kirk Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Was we that... should get Justin Timberlake on the show. Oh. <laughs> can you imagine? But with me? And yeah. I just confront him on yeah, the allegation. Yeah, we can clear the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to think, Caroline, if there's anything uh, new and noteworthy in the world of celebrities uh, claiming some sort of faith uh, of, of a sort. I know there, the last thing that comes well, to mind. Oh. oh, yeah. Go ahead, Caroline. Sorry, Kevin. Do you want to say yours and then I'll go off on mine? Oh, my 
and mine was just was probably redundant. It was Shia being like peace and love, and I'm praying for your family to oh, Olivia Wilde. I know. I want him to not be around anymore. Shout out um, to one of the only two conservative friends I know in Los Angeles County posting a selfie with him because she saw him in Pasadena. And I said, no. this sucks. And she's like, well, it was still fun. I'm like, do you know what he did? And she's like, no. And I sent her an article. Oh, Doing the good. Doing the good that needs to be done, Kevin. That's right. God, um, what were you going to say? Alex, I know that you are also a patron of the great family, the Kardashians of Calabasas. Oh. So have you noticed in this new um, show, the new Hulu yes. show, how much they are praying? Lots of Jesus what? is All featured the in the new. What was the other thing? Oh, my gosh. I just watched an episode where Chloe was like, well, in the Bible. And she starts <laughs> yes. referencing the Bible. And I was like, she what said is something about like on. in the Bible, it says you can't. Oh, there was some like specific thing. It was it like was a getting a tattoo or something. Yeah, it yeah was, like, and it, was, it like, wasn't <laughs> even right. It was like, completely wrong. And uh, I can't get enough of them praying. Like, Kevin, I'm not kidding. They will. They'll all be like eating and then they'll be like, well, let's pray about that. They hold hands, they bow their heads and they're like, literally, Jesus, like, thank you for being awesome and like, keep keep the attitude strong for us today. Wow. <laughs> pray and pray. Like, the I stuff can't... that they pray is so funny. I miss the era of the Kardashians when like the most you'd see of like, of just them having any sort of religion was when they would be like Bible. Like, and that was it. yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like they showed sort of like respect for the Bible, but they have gone like full. uh, Courtney, I feel like is the most Christian weirdly. And then Chloe, I don't know. It's very, very strange. Do you think that was like an E production thing that they cut out or like, and they've just been doing it the whole time? Yeah. If E was like, no one wants to see this. Yeah, but Disney was like, we welcome that with open arms. So, like, yeah, let's go. Like, Maybe we'll finally get the, some Christians back on the screen <laughs> <laughs> watching By this show again. Using the Kardashians. <laughs> Disney okay, being prayer. pro-Christian. That's an interesting. It's really weird. Is Mickey saved? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, can I actually, going back to what we were talking about, about, like, what have you heard about celebs? Um, yes. The things I've heard about the Kardashians, they are <gasps> wonderful to work with. I have, I actually Mm. know a few people that work with, um, specifically Kim personally and have like not enough or like so many good things to say about her. Wow. I hear Courtney is like, I mean, I don't know. It depends. I hear Courtney is just like the type of mom that's like, I'm friends with my kids. Don't punish them. And so like they're nightmares, but yeah. yeah, but I have heard actually really good things about working with the Kardashians. I can't really speak on like Kendall or Kylie, but mm. this I, is just I don't what think I hear. that they have as good a working reputation as maybe Kim and Chloe and Chris do. Cause I do think that they they make a point of like, especially at work events, like being very nice and very like helpful and on time and stuff like that. And I feel like that was drilled into them. And I do think it's smart because they don't lose business deals very often. I think partly because no. of that, because people are like, they're nice to work with. They're easy. They show up. They don't flake out, you know, except for. <laughs> I met well, some random woman like years ago who talked about how, I forget what she did. She was working with Kim and Kanye on something and like North was just a baby. And so she was helping watch North in like the, 
like the RV or wherever they were. I think it was for like Kanye's tour. And she said Kim was just like the kindest person and just like would talk to everybody. And I was like, good for her. Wow. We love someone That's who knows. so exhausting. I mean, I don't I think Kim's like values are good. I don't think like beyond that, but she no. does seem to like treat people with decency, but she meets so many people all day long that like that has a tremendous amount of effort just to like could not be me being nice to be. Ever- no, I couldn't do that. Hell no. No. I couldn't be on. I wouldn't like, be like actively rude to people, but I would not go out of my way to like no. chit chat at all. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's face this entire time just watching us go back and forth about the Kardashians and our thoughts. Kevin, what do you, Kevin, what do you think I'm about the Kardashians? I'm stunned. What is going on? The reputation is not get your ass up, get your fucking <laughs> ass up, and get to work. It's, she meant it. Sit your ass down and take a break. You deserve it. That's what it sounds like her <laughs> reputation is. That's nice. And I, that's and I so hope funny. that's true. Oh, good. I mean, I, I, yeah. Well, you know what? Listen, this is but just yeah, the religious LA rumors. Turning of the corner of the Kardashians. It's not as much in their public statements, although I do think, um, like, Chloe will post a Bible verse like fairly often here and there. But anyway, I just, I think is it that's like the illiterate Christianity that Bieber has as well, where it's like there's totally. words misspelled? Oh, his is and so like, much worse. Yeah. Persevere and like, oh, God. God. <laughs> I wonder if the new Selena has any Christian content because her documentary is about to drop on Apple TV. Oh, I'm excited to Wait, watch that. Apparently, it's very illuminating and revealing. The Selena Gomez one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I'm I'm excited. I wonder. I don't think she's going to probably address the Bieber situation at all. I did think it was, but her faith because she's Hillsong Core, right? So she's Ooh. very like Jesus helped me with my lupus and stuff. Yeah. Um, so perhaps that's the kid, and and that that's really disrespectful, Alex. The way you're laughing at that, because for some people that's their life, and 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 the fact that you're laughing at me now is really disrespectful to our <laughs> podcast, to my co-host Caroline. To our yeah. listeners, and apologize. You know, we we praise God that we don't have video. I'm gonna uh, put out a episode. statement on my notes app later tonight, so that will just I'm gonna get ahead of it. I'm mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I did interview Justin Bieber before he got all Hillsongy, oh. and um, it was like on a live stream on a red carpet. And what was so funny was after he left, Scooter Braun ran up to me and said, "Uh, he wasn't supposed to do any interviews." Um, and I was like, well, that was live. And he went, did he say anything bad? And I was like, no, he was fine. And he's like, oh, oh my thank God. God. <laughs> and like ran off. Well, I think there's a good explanation for that, right? Because Bieber famously never oh, met a stream a- that he could resist. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of live streaming, he's pretty accomplished. Right? What are you about. I'm talking about the mop bucket a few years ago when there was a video of him going around. Where talking he, about a piss stream. He took about he took a little pee pee in a mop bucket. It's not oh, even yeah. that big I a controversy. Who amongst us say, hasn't peed in a weird location? Come on, I forgot about that. That must have been around the same time that Ariana Grande licked those donuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that this has turned into one big pop culture episode. I know it's getting like, like old pop culture. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. This it's is getting to moi. Renegotiating. And, um, was it okay if Justin Bieber pissed? <laughs> was yeah. Mr. Shu actually the villain? Of oh me? my god. Okay. Well, on that note, you know what? Let's wrap up this segment of the show. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. A quibby. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. 
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time once again for Singles Ministry. It's My wife. I feel like I should add something <laughs> to the end of that. Singles ministry where we take one single song in the contemporary Christian music canon and talk about it for the entirety of the second segment of the show. Alex, you wanted to talk about Miss O'Rico and her pop anthem, her most popular song next to Stuck. There's got to be, in parentheticals, more to life. Why did you want to talk about this song? Um... Well, first of all, when you said play the singles ministry intro, my brain was because I am single. I was like, oh, are we about to talk about my dating life? Like, what is happening? Absolutely not. That's for second service. <laughs> That's paywall <laughs> content. We We're just throwing it. Well, it's, it is singles night. And unfortunately, I'm married. So you two, you're kind of in here. Uh, we're going to work it out. And that's how singles nights work at church. It's sort of, you're just forced with whoever's around and you got to make it work one way or another. And then if you don't, people are like, what happened? Why Why not? What happened? <laughs> what happened? You're a boy and they're a girl. What's the problem? Make it happen. Make it work. I can thankfully say I never went to a singles ministry. Um, but be so that- messed up. <laughs> if we were like, okay, Alex, tell us about your dating. <laughs> Fine. Again, and yes, that is second service. Um, yeah, that exactly. Is, that's premium content. That's second service um, after hours. <laughs> that might be OnlyFans content for me. Oh, honestly. Hey, listen, if you want to record that later on, we can do that. Um, <laughs> Kevin, yeah. back to your question, Stacey or Rico. Mm. The reason why I picked this song is because I remember being 14 years old and absolutely loving this song and hearing it play on the non-Christian radio stations like Q102 and feeling like I was in a little secret because I knew that the thing that was more to life was Jesus Christ. And the other people listening probably did not. What are you doing? Probably didn't know that. And so, you know, I just loved this song so much. I remember meeting Stacey Rico at an ice skating rink in what? Philadelphia. Oh, my God. And I We'll send the picture over if I can find it for promo for the show. But you know what? Was she singing at the rink or she just happened to be there? She was singing. It was singles night at the rink. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was skating to life. Can you imagine if Moonlight Rollerway had singles night? That would be. Oh my God. It would be a fuck fest in there. People would be falling down. Have you ever tried to make love on skates? It's really hard, (laughs) but worth it. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Honestly, though, like anytime I hear the song like in a Trader Joe's, because that's usually where I am hearing the song nowadays, like I just, <laughs> I get so happy. It's, it's a great track. And 
I think we can all agree it probably resonates with us a little bit more in our 30s, you know? Wow. Now that's an interesting <laughs> read. I want to hear more about that. Yes. But first, I want to actually, <laughs> I'm queuing up the song, but I have to comb through the podcast I, I had queued up, which is You and Me Both with Hillary Clinton. Because <laughs> I did have that right there, ready to go. Hillary is like, why going? is she such a content queen lately? I know. Second service of Gutsy yeah, coming soon. Uh, oh, my God. But in the meantime, we'll take a listen, just a little listen. Yeah. To There's Gotta Be More to Life, a song that is 19 years old as of 2022, which is weird to think about. But I feel so deprived. I go up, I come down, and I'm emptier inside. Tell me what is this thing that I feel like I'm Yeah, the time. Musically, do you, would would the two of you just as turn of the century pop connoisseurs of uh you know female led pop? Would you put her in the same category or sort of genre as like a Britney or a Simpson or an Aguilera? Just in terms of like vocal timber and texture, because there's a little lie. There's like a little. Sexy baby, mm. in terms of like some of what Britney's doing. I don't like when you're doing this when you say that. <laughs> like, <don't> um, <laughs> you're doing a little Alec Baldwin noodle thing. <laughs> that noodle yeah. thing, like, excuse me. <laughs> a little sexy. My ve- uh, <laughs> with Ellen behind you. I'm sorry, listeners. Was say, Kevin was just- sort of wagging his fingers in the air. Uh, 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 in a way that's unpleasant. Sh- I would put her in. I, I she. Correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, if you agree, but I yeah. feel like she reminds me of Nelly Furtado a lot. Mm, well, I can see yeah. that. Oh, I like that. Yep. That's right? a good one. I feel like she reminds me a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, she does have like a, her voice has a lot of character to it. Yeah. You know, like she's not just straight singing. No. And then honestly, when you said a Simpson, I was like Jessica or Ashley, because I mean, around oh, the same time. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. I've just felt like around that time, I was listening to Stacey Orico, Ashley Simpson. It was like, you know, I was in the eighth grade. So I was feeling a little edgier, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, Stacey had a message and it was like going against the grain. So I mean, I kind of would, I'd put her in that category. Hmm. Stacey is like, I feel like she's like the coolest good girl. You yeah. could follow in music I mean, at the time, you know? Listener, if you could just like pull up that album cover, like you absolutely should because Ugh, she has divine. just such a cool crimped short haircut going on there. And um, yeah, I mean, she just looked cool. You just wanted to hang out with her, but you knew she was a Christian. She was a part of the club. This I need that top she's wearing, that gray <laughs> like, what it, it's like laced on the sleeves. And I mm. feel like I haven't seen that fabric since 2002, and I want it back. 
This song is almost 20 years old. I that can't believe it. That makes me so sad. Oh. That, that makes me... No. Look at look at this. Look at her grungy little 2000s yes, makeup. Heaven. A look. Those like blunt, look. sharp ends on her hair. I'm oh, finding yeah. all the alt photography for this album too. Like they did a lot of photos that day. What? Yep. It, this hair is almost like... Dreaded. It's uh -oh. a, it's borderline. Uh -oh. It's a little appropriate. It's borderline. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know if either oh, of you watched so the cute. music video for this song as well, in which Stacy plays been a while. multiple characters and multiple versions <laughs> of herself as well. Serve like Alice Morissette plays multiple versions of herself in the ironic music video. You or kind of Eddie you know, on this music video. <laughs> well, I was also going to say the way Taylor is three or four different Taylors in the anti-hero music video as mm, well to represent fair. different personas. But Do yeah, you, Norbit's probably the better comparison. More Norbit-y, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think maybe she um, inspired Taylor Swift's anti-hero? Yeah, I think it's possible. so. Possible. Yeah, for sure. There's got to be more to the problem. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, God. She's Wait. going. Caroline just shared a picture in the chat that is full Helena Bonham Carter in a Tim Burton <laughs> movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, yeah, those it, eyebrows were that just reflects the moment. what we all honestly, it was around that time where we all either ruined or almost ruined our eyebrows because we overplucked them so <sighs> much. I wonder if Stacy's have recovered. Is there any way we can verify oh, that? Yeah, we can they've verify. recovered. They've, they've recovered. Well, oh, well we don't God. know. It might be makeup. Honestly, it's hard it to tell. It could be microblading. It could be a little. She might have had a little oh. help because she has that perfect. They look like parentheses. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. a little like upside down smile. Tapered at the front. Tapered at the end. Ooh, barely I, anything. In I am looking at the latest picture Caroline dropped in the chat. It is unfortunately giving Adele at that one music festival. <laughs> oh, no. I know, right? Like, I'm, I'm confused what they were going for. I, yeah, Fergie. maybe they were trying to give her an alt persona, but that is just, it's not it. Who could say? I'm looking, I remember watching her on um, TRL and thinking that was so <gasps> cool. Whoa. And then just being like, it's so cool that MTV had a Christian artist on their show because, Finally, you know. They stopped <laughs> hating Christians. It Finally, like, the war it, on it Christianity that MTV waged <laughs> came to a stalemate with Stacey Orico. <laughs> this is an interesting point, though, because like you were saying, Alex, you thought you had the secret, uh, you know, like the answer key to this mystery of a song. Oh, yeah. There's got to be more to life. Well, I know. Jesus. So this feels... Very much in the tradition of other crossover artists like Switchfoot, oh meant gosh. to live. We were meant to live. Yes. There's so much more. Something more. There's there's a larger force at work outside of ourselves. In the same way, I would also put, uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for maybe in this sub-sub-genre as well. Mm -hmm. U2's yeah. Anthem of Longing and Searching. Flyleaf all around me, which can I just say, when that went viral on TikTok, last year like that song became a sound and I was at the record label that that song was signed to at the time and we had to kind of like rework it and I like remember telling every like people on my team be like you know this song is about Jesus and they were like what <laughs> and it kind of just made you feel a little uncomfortable like listening to it because it, it just like sounded like she was like 
horny for her boyfriend. And then you're like, sure. no, it's about Christianity and Jesus Christ. And then it just got weird. And I saw a few TikToks of people like exposing that in the comment section, as TikTok comment sections usually are, was hilarious. But yeah, I just like, they never, it's like, listen, if you, I'm sure their label was like, don't come out and say anything about Jesus. We can work this at radio if you don't. Just keep it mm. vague. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think with these artists or with the Stacy or the ones that kept a purposely vague meaning of life song that they were, I mean, they, they, did they expect their listeners to connect the dots that it was God or were they hoping in some interview or something, someone was going to ask him about it. Like they have to reveal eventually the answer because I don't think most people obviously didn't make the connection on their own. Yeah. I feel like, and this is just now, obviously the song is 20 years old. Who knows what the conversations were. What I feel like and what I've seen now is like, if there is a Christian, like with a Christian labels, if they have a song that can be more quote unquote secular and just be perceived as happy and meaningful, they'll upstream it to a secular label. And then the label, like the bigger label will work it like at radio. So I'm sure Mm. there is a bit of a game plan there to like have a quote unquote single that they can go mainstream with and try Mm. to have more of that. Like, I feel like who was like one that really recently did was like Lauren, like Lauren Daigle. Lauren the Bagel Daigle, the bike, the bicycle (laughs) thief herself. Yeah. Like I remember when that got upstreamed and they took that to like you know, coast, coast, uh, here in LA and stuff like that, because whatever song she was singing, I don't know it. I actually never listened to it, but I guess it was more again, quote unquote happy. And it wasn't actually about Jesus. So I don't know. So I think maybe it's the, a good marketing it, scheme. It's like a compromise between the artist and their marketing team. And the artist is probably, because I do think like these artists must especially the very Christian ones must really hope that like the message of Jesus is still getting out there, you know, with the song, like, so maybe they're like, we'll play the game and like, I will compromise in this way and I'll still get my message out. And then, yeah, I'm just like, I get that they, they want airtime. And so they will keep Jesus out of the lyrics for that strategy reason. But then why write the song at all? Unless they're hoping somehow someone is going to connect it back to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I always wonder, like, for all of them, what? how do they think that's going to happen? I have no idea. I feel like the only – like, it's really, really hard if you're a Christian artist signed to a Christian label to go mainstream because, like, especially – I mean, at the time, I'm sure it was radio, but now you have, like, you know, the streaming services are only going to see you in that light. So it's going to be really hard to get – playlisting now is the thing, obviously not as much radio that's outside of Christian playlisting. Cause that will probably just go into that bucket. Um, I feel like the only band that successfully did it because they were never marketed as a Christian band was Paramore. Like they had Christian, I just went to their show the other night. So I'm like fresh How off this it? music. It was incredible. Like every Paramore show you'll ever go to, it was chef's kiss perfection. Wow. I just feel like you'll never see a happier crowd, which is wow. great. Because I went to see a Zach, see Zach Bryan at the same venue at the Wiltern. 
the week before and I had never seen a drunker and angrier crowd. So it was like a nice, someone dumped a glass of whiskey on my head, which we can get back to that. What the hell? Yes. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Sounds like my I was only there. fans. I was. <laughs> Kevin. What? So Kevin, you are creating on on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, although content. OnlyFans did send me an email yesterday saying it's been 24 days since you posted. You should probably <laughs> post again. Do you think any of your listeners have subscribed to your OnlyFans? Yeah. Okay. It's, I think anyway. it's primarily our listeners. <laughs> and some newcomers <laughs> listeners. What I was going to uh, yeah. say about kind of the vagaries of, of the subject matter, what you're talking about, Caroline, is that you get, or at least in the world that she was sort of uh, born into of, of the CCM stuff, you get, you get points docked if there's not the sort of latitude for interpretation where it's like, okay, this actually is about Jesus. So Amy Grant doing Baby Baby obviously courted a lot of controversy because it's like, there's no way this is about Jesus. The way she wrote this pop song, I cannot spin this to be about Christ on the cross is like, baby, baby, you're hanging for my sins now or whatever. Like you can't oh do that. God. Whereas with More to Life, it's like, oh, you know, this could represent, oh man, I need to stop smoking weed and, and you know, join the track team at school. Or it could be, I need to go to youth group really get my life together and start volunteering. Yeah. There, there's latitude for both of those while still tapping into the inherent angst and sort of uh, like a, amorphous turmoil of like being a kid. And, and so yeah. much of the way she was positioned at that time was like, I think she was 18 when this song came out anyway. Yeah, she so, was like 16 when she first started yeah. like publicly doing music. Uh, She's so mm -hmm. young. Or maybe even younger than that. I was going to say, because I remember getting her first album as a gift from one of my aunts that would only buy me Christian CDs. And that was really the only way I got Christian CDs <laughs> other than Amy Grant. Um, but I was really hyped about that album. And it was the one, I remember it was just like a red cover. So I was genuine. the one before. Yes! What you need is something genuine. Would you want something real? Okay, so. Oh my God. There's also, uh, you know, sometimes we do a segment on the show, Alex, called Cover Me, where we do go to YouTube and try to find interesting covers of this song. But what I found instead was that she herself, Stacy, has done some pretty interesting renditions of the song before. There's one from her Live in Japan concert film oh where she kind of slows it down, and you hear the pipes. I go up, I come down, and I'm emptier inside. Tell me what is this thing that I feel like I'm missing, and what can I Oh my god. The wig is giving me life. The wig. What is with this busted wig? <laughs> when in Tokyo, I suppose. I don't know. Bolting. <laughs> oh, what a 2000s outfit. The, the boots with the fur. The boots are insane. And the rhinestone miniskirt. She had style. I'm going to say it. Anyway. There's She's also so a very kind of haunting one, but obviously she has the talent <gasps> and the range, right? Stop. There is one she did as a sort of acapella Instagram live cover oh with uh, Miss Tori Kelly. Why? 
There's gotta be more than what's enough. I've got the time. Okay, Tori. And I'm wasting it slowly here. In this moment, I'm halfway out the door. On to the next thing. I'm searching for something that's missing. There's gotta be Tori's like, I'm gonna outshine you, girl. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, if I was Stacy, I'd be like, okay, that's that's it, that's enough. Thank Wait, you. Wait, <laughs> I actually have a Tori Kelly story. Um, what story Kelly? Is just, this is no, this is just <laughs> turning story into Kelly. Yeah, uh, storytelling with Tori Sh- Kelly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. When I worked in radio a few years ago, like I was the, my doppelganger apparently is Tori Kelly. And one time we were at the iHeartRadio Music Fest and we showed up wearing the same exact hair. So we had like braids in the side of our head and like it was just curls on the other side. And we like people, like someone came up to her and was like, you know, there's a girl running around that looks exactly like you. And she's like, it's Alex. I'm sure it is. And like it was. But later that night, again, we're in Vegas. I'm not with Tori Kelly. I am waiting outside of the venue. And this mom came up to me with her daughter and she was like, can I have a picture? And I was like, oh, I'm not Tori Kelly. And she was like, this, she was like, come on, please just do a picture with my daughter. And I was like, I'm not Tori Kelly. And she's like, this, that is really rude of you. Like that you would make <laughs> And I'm like, ma'am, I can, Lied to confidently, my child. I can confidently tell you I'm not Tori Kelly and she's a lovely person. So like, do not hold this against her. Oh and God. then like, I just got absolutely hammered. And like later that night and had my shoes in my hand, barefoot walking through the lobby. And all I kept, I think someone pointed at me and was like, is that Tori Kelly? And I'm oh like, my if God. I ruin this Crazy days and nights post that like famous Christian singer (laughs) wasn't looking so Christian last night. (laughs) Oh my God. I was just like, I could honestly bring down this poor girl's reputation right now. You you do have like a similar hairstyle, especially when you're rocking your curls, Alex. But facially, I don't think you two look alike at all. I I mean, you're both very pretty, but I I don't get that. That's crazy that like it's so convincing though. (laughs) We like to the point where like, like, kiss made us like take side by sides together like which was like a little much but like yeah I just oh my was gosh. like I don't know I think it was back when I was like in my 20s too so I like looked younger and my mm. you know but I still never really saw it I just thought it was the hair anyways hair that's my Tori that was the night I ruined Tori Kelly's reputation <laughs> yeah with the child and with every all her fans in the casino I'm sure were there <laughs> The Venetian or wherever, yeah. wherever I was. God, I hate Vegas so much. That's rough. You know, that exact same thing happened to me, Alex, but instead of Tori Kelly, it was one of the Wiggles. People kept coming up to me and being like, you're one of the Wiggles, right? I'm like, no, I'm not one of the Wiggles. Hey, aren't you that virgin that's in Ratatouille? No, I'm not the virgin. Who's in Ratatouille. Wait, was he canonically a virgin in the movie? I, I thought that implied. was just implied. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I also just want to share. You know the rat was there for his first time. All right. He's pulling his hair. Making sure it went well. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I Uh, wish you all could see Kevin and Caroline's (laughs) hand gestures right now. They're graphic. They're graphic. The final one I want to share is just this, um, you know, time capsule. 
from 2006. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, is this it? No, it's this one. From 2003. Here it is. Oh, my God. She's 17 years of age, but she has the most incredible voice Bring back you've this ever heard. Show. She sings like Amazing. an angel. She's been inspiring fans everywhere she goes all over the world. <laughs> She's here to perform a song from her self-titled album, Stacey She looks Orico. very sober. Here she is to sing More to Life. <laughs> that was kind of a throw to Stacey. She was just like, okay. <laughs> all right. So that's just some of the... We're like, we're not even going to listen to the song. No. That's all we needed to sing. We got it. I so like... Speaking of the Kardashians, they were the, the originals. They were the OG... Keeping up with the Osbournes. Yeah. What was it called again? Ozzy know. is Chloe. The Osbournes. Sharon is Courtney. <laughs> Wait, didn't the Osbournes start before the Kardashians? Oh, way like, before. Yeah. Like 2001. They, they, yeah. They were like the yeah. OGs. Like they were the, I honestly, post I don't know if there was anyone that did. Post. We needed it. it they there were there like for There was like a craze at the time, at, yeah, to like find more reality people because the Osbournes did so well. They mm-hmm. were like, we need more crazy families. And I on, I wasn't allowed to watch that show, which is a bummer. And I feel like at this point, at 32 years old, I need to go back and it's watch it. Yeah, same. Time. I didn't watch it either. I was like, I don't, I I can't with these goth people. I, yeah, I, I was like, they worship soul. Satan. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I Satan can't worshipers. with these goth people. <laughs> To me, I would say the most evangelical sounding part of the song is chasing every temporary high. That feels a little part and parcel with youth pastors laying out, you know, we have little idols in our life, don't we? The temporary high, the approval of man or of heroin or whatever it is. And of course, the alternative is the high that is not temporary, which is the most high, the utmost high. Satisfy me. My Why are you always trying to be so satisfied? Highest. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good point. Anything else we want to say about this song before we rate it for one of our I record mean, episodes? <laughs> How long did this, this come out to? An hour? Oh, we don't know we until the final the hour mark. With so all the stuff I mean. that's unairable, we're probably at 32 minutes now. What a great Dumois episode we just did. <laughs> With a little bit of Stacey Arica. Yeah, Dumois, we're coming for your crown. Look out. Christian Dumois. Anyways. I saw Kurt Christian. Cameron at a Hobby Lobby in Nashville. <laughs> he was with his wife. They were holding hands the whole time. They were recruiting their militia in Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Wait, guys, actually, before we wrap this episode, another thing we really do need to talk about is the new um, Falwell Hulu documentary. Have you guys not talked about that? That is yet? released. We will probably dedicate a whole episode is to that. Is it out at some already? Point in the oh, future. yeah. Yeah, I think it just dropped. Oh, okay. It yeah, just we dropped. To, we need to watch that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't be on that episode. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> come back for that one. I, that story, I mean, it's really fascinating. I, 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 there's some stories like in the, in the Christian world, you know, of like people being awful that I just don't even want to touch. But that one's like, I can get into that. Like that one I can pay attention to. Listen, (laughs) one thing, I've only watched 10 minutes of it, but like I just never thought there would be a documentary about someone in the Falwell family where they had to put the definition of a cuck on the screen. And that was just (laughs) like. (laughs) 
Oh, like, that was wow. really that that did it for me. That, and folks, oh, if that doesn't oh get gosh. you excited for the documentary, what would? I don't know. What did you say, Kevin? If they, I mean, that is a perfect endorsement of the documentary. <laughs> exactly. Good lord. Also, Sorry, Stacey Arico. Sorry, I the, just had to throw that curve the, curveball the before we wrapped it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, all right. We know how this works. It's a holy toast. You know what? Do we need to do it? Do we even need to do it? It's a holy toast. Do we toast. even Let's need do to it. do it? We got we to gotta we'll give her it. her flowers. Okay. No. Okay. Holy toast <laughs> is a thumbs up. It goes to heaven. Holy roast. It goes to hell. The space between is purgatory. What do we all say as a family on GCF? Holy, Holy toast. toast. Holy toast. <laughs> wow. Stacy, listen, this was a great song to listen to on my CD player that was purple in my room uh, and I would blast it and be in my feelings huge. and just like felt like I resonated. I don't know what temporary highs I was chasing when I was 14 years old, but like something in that song, man. Sniffing like, gel pens. But I was gonna say that song was my temporary high. So, like, you know what? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Another soundbite. Quote Stacey me. Was your idol? Yeah. Stacey, Stacey always loved you. Always will. Um, please let's reach out again. Let's book. Let's pencil <laughs> something in. Let's head to Chili's or whatever. We're down. Let's do this. She's worth more uh, than Chili's. Stacy, I'll, I'll continue with the direct address and say, I remember seeing you, nay, 17 years ago at a Chick-fil-A inside of a mall in the Woodlands, Texas, as you were playing the KSBJ Brown Bag concert series for 89.3 FM in Houston, Texas. And I thought you were delightful and such a vibrant performer. And we all loved your music then and we love it now. And it's aged so well in your most recent performances on Instagram Live and that one time you were on the Colbert show for some reason it was Wait, terrific. What? Yeah, that's true. She was just in the band for some reason. Um, Why? We, we love it and we love you. We will always. never betray you. We'll always Amen. champion you, your music, and your family and want the best for you. So the, the GCF <laughs> the GCF podcast endorses Stacey Rico for <laughs> United States her. Senate. <laughs> just the Senate? <laughs> and the House. <laughs> She's running. Yeah, we're oh. with her. <laughs> okay. Also, real quick, is Stacy still putting out music? Uh, she hasn't a little bit, but maybe she will now. You know what? I would love to hear it. Maybe she will with a little bit of encouragement. Maybe yeah, maybe we- she'll debut it on GCF. If all the podcast listeners start clapping right now in their cars <laughs> or on their subway trains or while walking in their neighborhood, Stacy will hear it and she'll get back in the record studio and drop a new album. Let's manifest that. As soon as possible. Love that. All right, gang. Now let's bring it down a little bit. Let's pretend we're in the late night hour, like closing in on 10 p.m. with not maybe like three or four hours of sleep under our belts. And we're just tired. And you know what? We've been reduced. Our walls are down. Jericho style. And there's nothing left for us but who we really are at the end of it. All of our defenses are gone. And we're in the best possible place to receive him. <laughs> and Alex, on other shows, you might plug yourself or promote your projects. We're not here to do that. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. And mm. perhaps something you're enjoying in secular culture as well. So we start as oh, per usual cool. with Caroline. 
Um, you can get your temporary highs at Caroline's Farts. Um, I will be serving that up. And, oh darn, I don't have a lift up this week. Um, I watched the first five minutes of uh, Brom Stroker's Dracula, or as Kevin and I like to call it. Brom Palm, Stroker's, Palm Sto- Stroker's Jacket. Jacket, yeah. <laughs> Palm Stroker's Jacket, yeah. What? Just to be clear. That seemed pretty cool. So based off of that, five minutes, you left that out. You <laughs> paid for a ticket at Sinespi at this very interesting, fun, fancy theater. And you said, JK, left during act I one. I got a tiki party to he- get to. I got to go to wow. the next spot. And that's fair. Wow. I'm surprised. doing my best Kevin T. Porter and doing hitting up multiple locations in a night. Why is that a me? I go into multiple locations. Is that a me? Yeah, oh, are you kidding me? That's like... That's, You're a, that's every definitely single me. day. <laughs> every single day. I was very bummed Kevin didn't come hang out with me for the Halloween party. Didn't, I know. Didn't. It was downtown. Super. I didn't want to pay $70 for a lift. That's, unfortunately. that's honestly fair. Yeah. Caroline, I'm a little surprised that Rihanna literally asked you to do something and you didn't do it. She said, she lift me. She said, lift oh. me up. Oh, okay. And you didn't. Um, I will be lifting up, lift me up. <laughs> Number one fan. When people think Rihanna, they immediately also think Caroline. And I'll continue that going. Lift me up. Great song. <laughs> Keep it up, girl. All right. We turn it to Alex. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. And also we have Instagram subscriptions now. If you want to pay $3 a month for exclusive content. Food stuff. No. What are you doing on your okay. Instagram subscription? Honestly, I'm just like, I do like lives, Q&As, group chats, exclusive pictures, nothing too spicy. Okay, nice. Um, but you can follow me at Alex on the mic. And yeah, and I guess, you know what? I actually want to take the time to lift up our friend Dan Prevet, who has been on the show a few times because as of... Oh, yeah. As of today, he announced his show, Missionary's Position, Missionary Positions, is coming back. And I got to tell you, it's I've seen it. He, I'm not just saying this because he's my friend. It's phenomenal. So I'm going to drag the both of you with me. So, um... Drag us, queen. Yeah. <laughs> at Dan Prevet to get that information. Um, and then, yeah, the new SZA song. Can we lift that up? Because right. it's great. T-shirt's phenomenal. Um, we're going to lift up the Eagles because they are undefeated. Go, go football. The Eagles? What the fuck? Yeah. Eagles. Eagles. And, uh, and the Phillies because they're in the World Series. So we're lifting everyone up. All right. Thank you, Alex. You can lift me up <laughs> at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I was going to lift up the Eagles, so I guess I can't do that now. <laughs> uh so stole my lift up there. I'll lift up a musical I saw called A Strange Loop. It's currently on Broadway. It's not going to be on Broadway as of January, so it is in its final run. It just won the Tony for Best Musical. It's a musical with Michael R. Jackson about the queer black experience, and it's sort of a meta-musical about him writing the musical, about writing a musical, about writing a musical. Folds in on itself a little bit. I saw it today. I had a great time. Unfortunately, I had a better time than the woman next to me who was on her cell phone for half of the show. Uh, So I think I did enjoy it a little bit more than she did. Uh, But if you want to pay $120 to go on Instagram and see the difference between like Aquarius and Pisces, I'd say go see the show and sit in the mezzanine row A. (laughs) 
and you'll be safe from the ushers. They won't go over there. And maybe there'll be a a little boy who's too scared to say anything to you. Like, hey, it's a little distracting. Could you put the phone away, perhaps? So that could happen. Uh, So if you're in New York, go see it or whenever it tours or just listen to on Spotify. It's worth seeing. A little Christian crossover content, especially about queerness coming out, the church. There's Tyler Perry's kind of a villain in the musical, for real, for real. Uh, (laughs) It's great. And you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere and go to patreon.com slash good Christian fun for more good Christian fun every week. We're doing Adventures in Aussie. We're doing Wow or Now. We're doing exclusive interviews. We're getting real and we're getting raw. We're getting vulnerable. We're doing stuff like Alex does on her subscriptions for Instagram. (laughs) Except more feet, but you can't see it because it's on. (laughs) Which, can I just say my mom subscribed to it and I had to remove her as a father. I was like, Uh, mom. Mom. Mom, mom, this this wasn't for you. This was also, for mom, scamming you can men. Free anytime. Paywall yeah, content is not for moms. The paywall is for the moms. It's not for them to hop over. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's meant to be the barrier. But our moms are too generous. And we let we we all stand our mommies here on the Good Christian Fun Podcast. This is true. Alex, thank oh. you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Alex. Always a delight. I, Yes. I adore you both. It's so good to see you. Thank you for calling me and having me on. Oh, of course. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay. Okay. I love, I love you, you, Emma. Emma. Amen. <laughs> and with that, I think we should just, I don't know, we'll just kind of blast this at the, the key change. This summer... All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. That was a headgum podcast.